0: A podcast for artists to grow and learn the real truth of being a creative entrepreneur. The Vero Podcast, hosted by Kelly Berry. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Hi, Carrie. How are you?
1: I'm doing very well. It's a beautiful day in California. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) When is it not a beautiful day in California, right?
1: (laughs) In a fire season. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Good point. But spring is always gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Well... I am well, and I'm so excited to be going there next week and um, doing our promo shoot, which will be so much fun. Yes, yeah, coming together, some beautiful things are happening for sure. Good, good. So, for those of you that don't know, um, Carrie is owner and creator of Type A Society. So, which I have followed, which I, feels like for so long, and I have been such a fan of yours. And so I really would love to kind of give our listeners a little bit of insight into you, how you got started, and then we'll kind of go into your creative process and all that good stuff a little bit later in the show.
1: Okay, so you, oh yeah, so I started um, Taipei Society out of a former brand, and the former brand was um, just not very well known. It wasn't marketed. I actually have been in the industry since 2007 is when I first started. Um, 2009 when I started my former brand um, called Flourish Events and I worked full-time. I worked every weekend pretty much and I did all the things and (laughs) I obviously didn't know what I was doing very well.
0: (laughs) So you were a planner,
1: right? Yeah, I was a planner and I had worked for um, some, you know, internships as well. And I had done some corporate work. And so I knew both the commercial side of events and then I knew the weddings. Um, but just going, you know, without a direction, really kind of taking everything, saying yes, doing all the things. Um, and I had not really gone anywhere. So in 2009 to 2011, uh, it was just two years of kind of hit and miss, you know, the mark and (laughs) real confusion. Um and we I had a studio. I had um just started to get traction in two thousand eleven and mind you, like for two full years, you know, every weekend pretty much and just going at it without real clear direction, we had only gotten, you know, one publication and one magazine pretty much like few blogs and one magazine and mm-hmm. so and now did uh, you have a team at that time i had independent contractors okay. so i've always i love wonderful independent contractors uh i've had my first employee within the last year
0: all right congratulations yeah.
1: thank you <laughs> um but yeah, so that was just a good learning experience time for me. Um and then in two thousand and eleven, some things happened within my family that really caused me to just stop and wonder, okay, what am I doing? Reevaluate my life and the process of which I was working. And I totally closed up my studio um doors and I left my whole career and I had no plans really of returning. So I moved across the East coast, West coast. Now I was back to the West coast. Um, and I took two years off with actually no plans of coming back. Wow. Um, yeah. And that is where type A was born from actually in the middle of nowhere with a shoestring budget in the middle of central Valley, which if anybody knows the central Valley of California, it's not a creative space. It's not a place that, um, uh, artists go or really can, or can thrive really. Cause it's just very Secluded. It's kind of the middle, landlocked. So yeah. you're, you know, two hours away from San Francisco, uh, the Bay Area, really, and then you're five hours away from uh, LA. So people don't come here for the things that I offer. Anyway, so that is where Taipei started. It's truly been. Um, like shot out of nowhere, and in one year, I'm just so thankful to say we were international and we were recognized by most all the blogs, and we were published in over a dozen um, magazines. That's amazing. So if you're feeling stuck today,
0: you can do it. I know you can. If yeah. I can do it, you yeah. can do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, it's that. crazy. It's crazy to me that, you know, there's, I feel like a lot of, a lot, of, I'm sorry, I'm like sniffling and it's just, <laughs> I'm no dealing way. with allergies. I'm so sorry. Um, That's life. Yes. Yes. But, you know, it's, it's amazing how many, I was just listening to it. I'm a bit, obviously a big podcast listen, listener and I was just listening to someone else um, and they were talking about just how. You know, obviously, being in a creative field is a very vulnerable place, and I think that it's a place where you have the ability to get rejected constantly. And I think yeah. that um, it's so it's it's so interesting to me that a lot. You know, obviously, I've been doing the workshops now for three years, and so many of the attendees come and they just want a creative rejuvenation, and they they you know they feel stuck, and sometimes they can't even really pinpoint what it is that they are stuck about but they are mm-hmm. stuck and so um and it's 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 so great to watch them come to the workshops and 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 then go home and kind of reset and re-evaluate like what you were just saying about what's important and what's gonna you know really work in your life and uh you know they they figure it out and then they flourish and it's really really amazing
1: yeah so it's a lot
0: of strategy to
1: it Oh, there absolutely! Is, um, so much intentionality and strategy behind a good business. And um, from the years I did not know, now having clarity, it's just truly night and day. So I've been in both places, you know, where you're completely like, what am I doing? I have no idea where my ideal clientele is. And I'm hit and miss good money one week and then like starving the next. Right. Um, and then to a place of consistent income and consistent growth. Um, in and really kind of define the odds of being in the middle of <laughs> no creative land where your n- referral source isn't, and um, so there is a way to do it. It just does take a lot of clarity. And so from the years I took off, um, it was really really difficult because I was no longer in the market. I had removed myself, but I desired to go back, but I didn't really have the money, and I had no you know time. I now was a new mother. And, um, here I now am in the middle of no referral source. And I had built this little um, small empire in DC, but everybody was referring me out there. Nobody knew me, of course, in California. So right. it was a real challenge of saying, okay, well, how do I do this? If I do this and it just kept feeling impossible. So I, I put it off for a long time, not knowing if it was,
0: Oh yeah. But,
1: um, reading some incredible books and doing a lot of soul searching, a lot of personal retreats and going to some great conferences, kind of, um, calibrated my, um, energy and my mind and just yeah. kind of reset. That's amazing. So Those are important. I think one thing we feel like as creatives, like we're always behind, you know, because yes. the market is, and the world around us we see on Instagram and social media is constantly oh, yeah. improving and gaining and our peers um we're cheering them on, but sometimes, you know, it can get a little difficult because we feel, gosh, they're in Europe or they're in Italy. And here I am in my couch, you know, doing what I need to do with my children or my family or yeah. I'm cleaning like my bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Just sometimes just feel like, gosh, I am not where I need to be. Um, and I think just really reminding yourself, like, it's just not my moment right now. Right. hundred percent. there will be a time for me and when I am there, I'm gonna do my best 150% it and go at it strategically. And that momentum carries a lot more weight than just this frantic, I have to say yes, I've gotta go. Um, You start to lose your voice, you start to lose your identity uh, when you don't act out of a place of authenticity and honesty to who you are, yeah. then you get very confused and your brand obviously follows you. So that will quickly start to deteriorate, you know?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's, uh, it's amazing because i love hearing everyone's stories and how, you know, they have become who they are now. And, I think it's just such a testament to, uh, you know, I was actually with the interview with Laura Gordon, um, we kind of talked about how we had those, those moments where you just knew that this is what you were supposed to do. And yeah, you knew it was going to be hard. And yeah, you you knew that all of these things were going to be difficult, but you know, it's, it's so cool to me that you took that much time off and you were like, you know what, this is what I want to do. I mean, that's like a really, that's a calling. Well, it definitely was
1: a challenge to myself. Can I, can I, really know, you know, can I take this much time off and still enter the marketplace and still make it? Yeah. Um, It was like, well, will I be totally outdated? No. (laughs) Will they remember me? There was a lot of questions of insecurity during that time. But as I just clarified more thoughts, wrote down in journals, just took myself to task and say, okay, I'm going to clear up this craziness, this confusion, this <laughs> numbers, like I need to know what my numbers are. I need to know what my profit margin is. I need to know what my clientele should be. If anything was a confusion and I'm not saying I have figured it out a hundred percent now, right, no, right. like I still have moments of major doubt and, and fear, but There was patterns of, okay, I'm going to calm and still this thought process and work it out. Yeah. So there's conclusions and answers for these questions so that when I come to the table and they say, okay, well, what is your pricing? I can know it. And then what, what is, who are you going after? I can say it, um, confidently so that I can say no to the other things that don't fall into alignment with those things.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, and talking, talking about when you came back into um, this industry, I mean, your style and your, your aesthetic has always been so on point. And I mean, I know, like I, like I said, in the beginning of the show, I followed you for quite some time now. And I just every single time. I would scroll through Instagram and I would stop on your photos. I knew who had done it without even looking at it. So, (laughs) I mean, it's amazing to me how, um, you know, you know, curated your style is. So, you know, how, how do you think, how do you feel that you kind of set yourself apart with your, with your style and your, um, creative process?
1: Oh, thanks. That's so encouraging. Kelly, (laughs) the market is definitely saturated. I mean, I think we were sometimes questioning, is it oversaturated? I know. And starting, you know, in 2007, obviously was way less people on the ho- on the <laughs> marketplace. Right, right. There was a very few people that really could stand out. I think my heroes have always been Jenny Think Pig, um, excuse me, Joy Think Pig, uh huh, and Jenny Awe. I just love their styles and uh, Joy Proctor. Yes. And I mean, they that was probably the names, and they have always stayed the names too as well but right. um, coming in kind of like okay, who am I I'm older I'm not like 20 year old you know right right um so coming in also a little older to the market was
0: which I think is a big, big benefit choosing. I think it's, it a is a, benefit. it's a big benefit it's
1: a big benefit but you don't have that necessarily energy you
0: yeah can't I, pay. I,
1: I you can't know be I mean? like you just are not you're limited in in other ways right so. right Um, But I think just realizing, gosh, okay, everything I do matters and every moment um, I style, I'm saying something and there is something I'm telling to the world. So how can that be specifically the type A brand? Um, So realizing I couldn't do it alone, so really utilizing amazing creatives that I believed in and I um, saw real potential in, so I've had wonderful independents that have brought the type A brand up as well. Um, so getting the, making sure those styles were the same as mine and we were, we were in the same, um, powerhouse right. kind of, yeah. to speak, you know? Yeah. Um, and also just honing in that style for me. So I have always tried to stay true. Although many styles have been styled by my brand, Yeah. we have a lot of different brands that we're thankful to have worked with. We have a lot of wonderful um corporate gigs as well as well as brands for the wedding industry yeah but just really truly saying what is that one element that will be the the type a image really and i think it just takes one image out of a good campaign Mm -hmm. for the people to really say hey yeah this is amazing or this is unusual and to really um have it, it speak to their heart so if it wasn't going to speak to me, then I wouldn't put it on Instagram. Right. If it wasn't telling a story or if it wasn't moving somebody's heart in some way, I think, um, it just, I wouldn't, you know, a yeah. you know, be, have it there. Yeah. No, <laughs> I really absolutely. That story. What is your story? What do you yeah. want to tell the world? Oh um, yeah. And blending in actually is a detriment in many ways. Um, oh yeah. Because it's going to, take away that beautiful place of your heart that you can give to the world and kind of just make
0: it, uh, you know, to be okay, safe in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. I have like, there's so many things as we're talking that like I, I was like, I need to have a notepad so that I can write this stuff down so I can go back to it. But, um, blending in specifically, I talk about this so much and, um, You know, I I agree. I think that blending in is the worst thing that you could do as a a creative. Right. I mean, especially coming from, you know, not even coming from a, you know, vendor-to-vendor kind of relationship, even coming from your ideal client. I mean, if they're looking at, you know, 10 stylists or 10 photographers that all look the same, I mean, and I've heard that from clients. I'm like that they say that, well, everybody just, you know – just kind of has that light and airy and then they all kind of start looking the same after a while. And, right. and so it's so important. I can't stress that enough to my attendees that standing out is so, so important. And, and I think that there's um, a good friend of mine that, you know, when they started, they wanted to, you know, be like Jose Villa. And so they just did whatever Jose Villa did in order to become successful. And mm-hmm. it's just, I just, I really wish you could reverse time and just see how that artist evolved in their own way rather than just trying mm-hmm. to copy, copy Jose. I mean, Jose's right. got it down. Like, he has this thing, you know, and there's, there, you know, people that have been in this industry for a long time, you know, they have their ways, they have their set um, way that works for them, but they didn't just copy someone else. They did right. it from from the ground up. And so I think it's so important to, to, to start that way. And mm-hmm. um, also going back to telling your story is I've found recently that a lot of creatives don't know what their story is. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very – and I hope we talk about this in California because I think that you would be such a great – obviously a great person to, um, kind of talk attendees through this is, you know, how to, you know, find that story in them and how to, how they can communicate through their work. And, and Mm I think, I think that, you know, a lot of people who are, um, I don't know, I don't, I honestly don't even know left brain, right brain. Like I forget which one does what (laughs) and all that stuff, but like, you know, but like one that is more, um, that is less on the creative side but still wants to be in the creative industry, always I feel that they have the hardest time. They're more practical. They're more logical. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so to come up with an editorial is much harder for them because they don't even they don't even know where to start. Right. So, um, yeah, how would you how would you communicate that to somebody that did doesn't know their story? Yeah, well, I would say don't worry.
1: You know, it's a process, but don't necessarily feel like you need to take action until you do. Right. Because anything that you do before you have clarity will just result in some sort of chaos. Right. Yes. Yes. So you do need to know it. Eventually your brand won't stand out. So if you don't know that story and if you don't feel there's a sense of self identification or Uh, acknowledgement of who you are, then I would just take time. Yeah. Um, There's many, many times in those two and a half, almost three years that I took off. I had personal retreats. um, I went to counseling and and wonderful um, people in my life that just kind of helped me uh, realize, okay, maybe this isn't a healthy process of thinking, or maybe this is a better way of choosing to think about it. And um, I mean, I was also dealing with, a death in my family. So there was a lot of anger and a lot of pain there. And so it just, I knew acting out of that pain would only result in just unhelpful, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. So I, there had to be a process of saying, okay, I've got the inner stuff worked out before I can really serve the world and tell yeah. a story or serve. Cause really what we're doing in business is we're serving. Yeah. We are giving, it's not really honestly, As much as we like to think of it about us, it's about what we're saying to the other person. And so if we, so we kind of have to figure out us first so that we can get that stuff secure. And so when we go to a not necessarily needy person or person who needs connection, we're able to say to them. I'm good. Like I have figured this out in a sense and I want to encourage you from this place of security. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying like I've figured it all out. No, I'm 35. I'm still, I'm still in the midst of it, but I know the big stuff. Like right. that's the bigger rocks of my life. Those things are really secure. And, and the, the big things like, you know, in a jar, you have to put those in first. Otherwise, yeah. it won't all fit in, you yeah. know and so so realizing, okay, if a business is like the cherry on the top, yeah, and 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 that's the final like pretty part of what I can offer in life, right? So I need to figure out like the stuff going on underneath it to really be a service and to have a beautiful brand or the brand I want, you know, right anyway, so, No, I think that was great. Don't fear. I guess answering your question is just saying, hey, don't fear. Don't let the market dictate your actions. Don't make you feel like – don't let it make you feel like you have to rush into something. Right, 100%.
0: Don't
1: let it – well, let the waters rush around you. Just work on quieting and calming who you are. Yeah. And at one point in one day, I don't know, you know, you'll know when it's ready to make your mark, you're going to come out like shining and blazing because – you've taken the inner hard work of figuring out the hardest parts of life. Yeah. And, and you will go so much further that way, as opposed to many, many, many years of aimless, not knowing, questioning, having the emotional also issues in along with everything (laughs) else. (laughs) Like, Um, That way, when you get it rejected, that way, when you have a person say, gosh, your style is just so weird. I mean, I've literally had people look at my work and go like, whoa, totally not my style. It's way too whatever. Uh (laughs) Like, why did you do it that way? Like, that was weird. Yeah. I think like, that's fine because... I, I, mean, I will like to laugh it
0: off now instead of oh, yeah. being like oh gosh
1: before it would crush me.
0: Yeah, no, I totally totally understand, and and I think that those people that, um, you know, kind of struggle with finding their story. It's you know, I think they I think they obsess over it a little bit, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and then I think it just sucks the inspiration out of them, and they're just not paying attention to you know all of those things that you just said. And, um, you know, let it, you know, just be calm and and let the waters rush around you. Let yourself be inspired. And um, so that kind of flows into our next question so well. So obviously you you work on such a wide range of clients. And I think that's such an amazing skill to have because it's not like you're a one-trick pony. I mean, you can do all kinds of things. So, I mean, you worked with Zappos and created this. I I loved watching you build that set. It was so, so cool. And um, so you, you do corporate or, you know, commercial or I don't, I guess that would be commercial, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Commercial stuff like that. And then you go and design, you know, beautiful editorials for clients like myself and in and Vegas and, and wherever. And then, but you also have the ability to, to design a whole wedding. So it's, so where do you think that you pull inspiration from? Is it on a client to client basis? Yeah. I mean, I, it comes really from...
1: I think mostly from nature. I think gosh the most for me it's it's an it's like going out into the wild and just kind of
0: yeah
1: getting out of my you know I usually take drives yeah with my kids uh-huh. and I just go for a country drive and I kind of look around and just see the colors and that kind of starts to spark the creative process. I also watch a lot of runway shows. Oh. And uh, so I I love fashion and what they're doing and they're always of course coming out with Risks, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like, whoa, I would never have done that, but that's so cool. Yes, and um, they're they're always coming up with new material. So the creative process for our fashion designer is just next level. Really, honestly, they they always have to be onto the next thing. So um, that really inspires me because it's continual. Like, they just cannot have a moment where the creative industry in the wedding industry can have a break or. We we kind of have a boundary line in a sense. Like brides, you know, typically aren't taking a lot of risks design wise. Right, They're kind of right, staying right. within a certain realm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it at a certain point, just the way my brain is, I, um, I actually started reading at eleven. Almost I was ten, but almost eleven. So. I actually am not very school smart on just being totally honest. My IQ level is fine, but it's not very high. Yeah. So my yeah. creative process is, is extremely high when I test, um, you know, all the, the different tests, but so wave the way for me filling out, um, the world was creative always as a kid. It, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't go about it with numbers. I couldn't go about it in school. I couldn't go about it in books, uh, Words didn't fall together until I was older, so I always saw color and I saw textures, and I was constantly curious as a kid. My mom said I was just like a little tornado. I would go from room to room and just pull out things. Yeah, right. Um, because that was the way I was learning, as opposed to my sisters, who were more just one track. They could sit and and read a book, or yeah. they would have a process of play that was more, um, you know, I guess, I don't know. Just normal. No, no. <laughs> well well
0: very, very, creative. And let me just that. let me just even say what I got on my SATs is like embarrassing and I will never tell anyone. So don't <laughs> even <not>. like <laughs> I love that. Don't even yes. So I totally feel you. Totally feel you. I love it. And my brother so. was this very similar too. Like I was very creative. I was always drawing or doing something <laughs> yeah. and he was like so the opposite. I mean, so so the I mean he loved school. He was like a straight A student. And I was like, C, I was no, like I was me. like, C's get degrees, you know. I am <laughs> I
1: That's was so I true. was all about
0: that. So I totally understand.
1: It's so true. Like so it was very frustrating as a kid. I mean, not to have words form really well and just constantly trying to figure it out. And so by the time I was, you know, in my twenties Things started to click you know right. and then and so I guess I've just always had the mind for creativity and I didn't know it and I was trying to force other things that weren't working so anyway the creative process has come naturally just because other processes didn't work right yeah <laughs> um but I do get creative ruts like anybody else oh yeah and when I do I gotta get out I gotta rechange my scenery I have to put things in um that aren't are encouraging to me as I am my heart's happy, my creative process goes happy as well. And goes, yeah. you know, up yeah. uh, when I'm emotionally sad or like down, I have less <laughs> the of ability course. to create. <laughs> Which so is, really, I feel like very normal, <laughs> right? All goes hand in hand. So, um, when I do feel stuck, there's something internally either off or needs to be kind of adjusted. Right. And realizing that is also, um, so not to get angry at myself or frustrated, but to really shift priorities and scenery and, and kind of, um, yeah, just get out there and and do something different. But yeah, I guess it's always come naturally. It's something that is the one thing in life that I felt really secure in and everything else kind of, when everything else kind of felt uphill, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Which I totally, and I can 110% relate to that because I feel like in school school was always hard for me and it was just always a struggle i mean my poor mother what i put her through i mean it was like the day of graduation i didn't know if i like had passed spanish or not i mean it was like jesus christ she must have been like having a heart attack and oh lord but i'm so there yes i mean that is that was my life and so when i got into college and when i got into art school it was like I had found my – I yeah. mean, I had found my calling. And it was, yeah. like, the greatest feeling because I could finally excel at something. Yeah. So, because my whole life it was just a struggle. And, you know, I think it was – it takes a toll on you mentally because you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm such a failure. Like, my bro- – here's mm-hmm. my brother. He's, like, getting a straight A. He's like, why can't I do that? You right. know? And so – I think it's, um, you know, it's so important to, you know, and honestly, that's why I wanted to get into education. So I went to school to Mm -hmm. be an education major because I hated the way that the system was and I thought it was just so screwed up. And I got into it and I was like, no, this is just like school (laughs) times a thousand. And because it was so political, the way that you had to teach, it was very, it was not not what I thought it was going to be so then that's when I went into um you know my photo one class and I was like yes this is it for me so I and I know that a lot of people go through things like that and I feel like if you're a very creative person I feel like you um I feel like that's a common a common thing that I hear at least um when it comes to you know Left brain, right brain. Like I said, I don't remember which one does what, but yeah, you know, whatever. He <laughs> right brain, creative, left
1: brain, analytical. Yeah,
0: like. I, and my husband is so analytical. He's like, but he also has a little bit of creative, but he's so he thinks everything's so logical first. And I'm like, no, let's just go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know the I know. opposites
1: are good, though. Oh, I always have to say, I'm very thankful for Tori's, oh, yeah. although we're. We're not necessarily very strong and analytical, both yes, me and I.
0: Yes, right? yes. We're, yes. we're it's risk takers yeah. and creatives. Yeah, which is so. fun, which is so fun. So um, something that I'm excited – and I, I know we're um, on a strict timeline, but I right. want to – really ask you this question because I think it's important and it's something that I, I am struggling with as well and you know balancing your life and your family and your business and traveling and I mean you are one of the busiest people I know and you have two kids and a husband and you hmm. have an RV and you guys travel <laughs> and like so you do all of these things like how do you balance it?
1: Well, it's really, I mean, definitely some days I I don't, obviously, and struggle with it all because it's so much, but um, every morning I do wake up and I have a quiet time. I have a solidifying hour and a half. I mean, some days I don't, but I have to have that to kind of like really calibrate and prioritize what's the most important. So I try to follow suit, like, okay, big rocks first, big, important, that things right at the top, Yeah, and then everything else. So there are things I say no to, like I've said no, I have said no to so much travel.
0: Yeah. It's
1: almost like, like sickening in my stomach. I've had to say no to it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it's at this season of life right now with two kids, honestly, the travel is hard. So I've had to say no to that. And then, um, okay, what is most important? My kids being extracurricular activities? No, Jackson's in no sports, like none. Uh And, you know, maybe he'll regret that for me as a mom, like, but he can do that older, you know, yeah. he can do a little bit later. Yeah. There's things I say no to, like um, we have a very you know, clear schedule, so uh-huh. there's a routine. So if somebody asks me to do something Monday or Wednesday, I'm going to have to say no to do any social activity, you know, because yeah. I have a routine.
0: You know, you have a schedule. I do. So that's funny how the schedule cut off. I, I know, off right? I time. know. I know. Because <laughs> you are so scheduled that it will automatically Sorry. cut you off. If, even if Your you not to. Your time is up, Kelly. Yep, done. Um,
1: but anyway, just to encourage anybody out there, are you listening? But yes, it. There's processes work, systems work, and, and as much as I've hated them, because I'm not a process person, and I'm not a, I'm not easily um, systematized, I risk, I love risks, and yeah. I love adventures. They work. And so in order to get what I need to get done, I have to set those in place. So, yeah, I've had to say no to massive amounts of things. Right. and. Like my business looked like it was not going to make it through on some of the nodes I've had to make because the influence of the person I'm saying no to was so high. But yeah. it did make it through nonetheless. My yeah. priorities were elsewhere, and my business in the end only got stronger. So you got to know your why. Read, start with Why with Simon Sinek. Read Profit First by Michael and um, Pumpkin Plan by Michael McCauswick. These books are just good to great. These books always have been my bedrock of just like, okay, I, I got to look at myself in the perspective of the whole. Right. And as a whole first, I am, you know, I'm, I believe in in more than just myself uh, and higher being. And then I have my family and then I've got all that entails as a mother. Um, And then I've got a husband and then now I'm a worker. So it has to fall in line and, and it doesn't mean that I can't succeed as a mother. Like people I have followed, when I'm just like obsessed with Shay Cochran, she works two days a week and she like makes a massive amount of money. She's yeah. Two companies. She paid off her house at 35. Um, she's bought her own studio with cash. Like this is just success. Right. And, yeah. it, and it has come from two days a week. So it, we can do it. We can do it. We are, we're capable of way more than we think we can do. I
0: think sh- I think I heard her on a podcast. Oh Um, my gosh.
1: She is insane. I mean, if I could be one fourth of her, I would be fine. No.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. You can totally do it. You are (laughs) such a rock star. Oh my gosh. But I'm just like, wow, pay off your house at 35. Like, wow. I know that's my husband and I's goal is to pay off our house. Not by 35, but I mean, we're in. We're <laughs> yeah, in, like at some point. Yeah, we are in that trajectory and we're we're pretty close. Um, Good for you, Kelly. Yeah, so I know that's really important to us. And, and so, you know, I think having those, having, like you said, the why and having those goals set and then implementing them every single day. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the kid part I don't have, and I know you and I have talked about this, Many times, and it's something that I'm terrified because right. I feel like it's um, it's just going to be, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it all. Right. So right. it's a scary thing, and I know that a lot of other creative women feel the same way. Right. So um, kudos to you. Well, actually, I think,
1: gosh, it's been actually better. Really? <laughs> you know, because it's even calibrated, I think, limitations are wonderful things yeah, to have. Yeah, yeah. I think um, creative boundary lines sometimes are very healthy to have. Okay, can I create within this confinement? Yeah. Yes, I can. Okay, yeah. can I create even better in this confinement? Let's see how if I can do two days a week and still create this much income. Right. And so then when we start succeeding over the limitations we place on herself, we start to feel like kick-ass, like, wow, empowered, right? Really? So Children have only empowered me to be better.
0: Wow, that's <laughs> really, so inspiring. have limited me. Yeah. yeah, at
1: the beginning, yes, for the first, I think year, I I really did lose because you do lose yourself. Honestly, I I think we have to be honest with ourselves. Women sugarcoat it, but it's hard. It is so hard. And yes, you lose yourself. And yes, there's a place of crisis. Um, and yes, there is depression with it too. Like yeah, there is just what it is. There's pain. There's ripping. There's like all of the things that we fear there is that too but far beyond those things and even better there is this massive amount of joy and fulfillment you're finally aligning who you are with serving some little person that's dependent upon you and the feeling you get in that service is unbelievable the best yeah. I've I, the best kind of feeling I've ever had as in all the loves I would say gosh my one for my husband, but my kids, Yeah, <laughs> no, just incredible love. So I think it, it just has really encouraged me to be a better individual. And I think I first was afraid of it too. And I put it off, but then I couldn't have babies. That's another story for itself. But uh-huh. by the time we finally were able to, and I'm not speaking anything into your life, but this was my story. When, yeah. when we finally got there, it was a place of like desiring and that, just really also helped me because it wasn't something that I, I had just said, well, maybe anymore. It was like, yes, yes, yes. And now finally, and then those pain and that process of, of being lost was, I knew part of it because I, I had wanted it so badly. So, um, but yeah, I think it's, it's just to run into it, like really no, it's going to be hard. No, it's going to be a challenge, but you will become a better person. Yeah. And I know my process of of styling has only grown stronger because of the limit the and limitations in a way.
0: Well, that's very inspiring. So, and so nice to hear for sure, for sure. So. I mean, it's not easy. I'm not going to no like, it for you. no. And I think <laughs> and I appreciate that so much because you know the, I hear so many women that are like. And I know that there are probably, I don't want to, they probably might feel that at the time, but like, right. you know, it's just so, it they do and they sugarcoat it and they, and I'm like, you can't honestly feel like that every single day. I mean, there's right. just no way. And, yeah. um, so yeah, so it's definitely experience that I want to, uh, want to have. So it's just getting to that.
1: But, um, getting, but it is
0: more often than not, like I would say
1: more joyful, more happy. Yeah on this side of than the, than the fear of like the, what ifs, you know, because now I can say, Hey, my, my career has made it. And yeah, I, and you're we've done it. better. Well, <laughs> some days, yes, some days, no, but Hey, I'll I'll take that. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, but yes, like just really saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to take this wonderful limitation. I can't say yes to everything now and use it as a strength for me. So.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I want to talk about Vero, California. I'm so Woo! excited. Yay. Yes. It's going to yes. be, like I, um, I had mentioned before, we're doing our promo shoot um, next Wednesday, so in L.A., and that's going to be amazing. And then we'll head up to Northern California in June. Yes. So, and I'm just so, so excited. So excited. So I'd love to kind of, like, walk through, you know – Obviously, we we don't have every single detail nailed down, but just to kind of walk through, um, you know, starting with the welcome dinner and then, you know, kind of going from, I mean, and just even talking about the shoots, I know that the locations that you have are so impeccable. And, um, and yeah, so hey. I'd love to start there.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you, Kelly, for approaching me. I have, also followed you for so long and, and really seen your workshop just yeah. thrive. So it's been really wonderful to be a part of it. Um so I'm very honored. Of
0: course. Um,
1: so yeah, the welcome dinner will be meeting up that first day and it's gonna be at our uh, wonderful house there and that yes. you picked for us. Which yes. is super cute it's and so very beautiful. like gorgeous. The views yes. Are stunning. Yes, yes. And you picked that place mm-hmm. over another place that was Less intimate, and so this time it's. I love that we'll all be together. There's more conversations that can happen, and the workshops I've been to that have had one location for everybody to stay in has they have always uh, brought out more relationships in the end than those that were had like cottages or you know spread apart. Yes, so I'm so thankful for that. And we'll have a welcome dinner. Your grandfather obviously is gonna. Bless us with so much wonderful wine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're in,
0: Houston, yeah, we're in, you know, wine country, so we have to drink good wine. I mean, that's just, you know, the best, right? Yeah. Some of the best wine in the
1: world. I mean, yes. honestly, Napa rivals France. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then that will be your welcome dinner together there at the house. It will be beautifully designed by myself, but we'll have some, just some, uh, casual elements to it as well Mm -hmm. and then we'll have the next day we've got this winery that i've done a wedding in it's beautiful it's got this wine cave very moody and amazing light this old old wine cave that's got these um beautiful stones and it has this door you roll back and you can get this like perfect lighting on those stones so you'll have um that great intimate shot of we'll have probably like a boudoir, um, we'll have probably a more, you know, personal look there for the, the model there. Yeah. And then um, the next one will be that day, we'll go to the view. I can never say it correctly. The <laughs> Lew Gardens. Yes, yes. Um, so we'll be in that area, Napa, and we'll be shooting at Apollo Duke property, and that will be the full bridal with the editorial for the tablescape yes. and all of your flat lays and your yes. food shots and everything that will give you the full editorial for a oh, bridal yeah. uh, yes. portfolio and publication and all the good things there. And th- these are obviously Paula the Duke locations are,
0: are incredible hard to get onto.
1: Yes. <laughs> They're beautiful.
0: Yes. And it's so funny <laughs> so because it was
1: really honoring. Yes. And I've
0: been, it. I've been like, you know, on social media, I, we've just been pushing that venue because it's such a, it's such a space that, people really want to shoot at so it's uh it's such an honor to be able to go and take this workshop there and um, have the opportunity to shoot there and um yeah I'm so excited about it I can't stand it
1: yeah it's gonna be good it's beautiful I've been there before it's just be amazing greens and there's all these different elements and it's got this gorgeous pond um just Fountain and then you have these grapevines. That's so really different as well. Yes. yes. Um, and then the next day, which would be the second day, we have some speaking. Yeah. yeah. And you get editors perspectives. You're going to have a lot of, you know, portfolio curation kind of picking images. You're just going to have a lot of talking and discussion in that right. time frame. Um I'll give a little short encouragement as well of just my story. And then from there, we're going to head out to the beach. So we're going to go, you know, West yeah um, all the way to the beach and we're kind of in a central location so that we can hit both the Napa and the wine country and then of course the ocean yeah and we'll go out and you'll have some of that beautiful cliff you know the California coastline the highway one yes where you get the rocky rocks beautiful blues and all the green and everything falling into the sea and yeah um, you'll have the, the what also have an editorial there as well. So, okay.
0: Well, Carrie, thank you so much for coming on with us today. It's going to be an incredible, um, couple days there in Northern California. And I'm so very excited and, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, I'm so thankful to have you and I can't wait. Okay. I can't wait to see you in LA. <laughs>
1: Yay, I am too. I'm so excited to meet you, Kelly. We've just had such a wonderful conversation yes. and finally get to meet you. So I thank know. you for this time of with course. you. I hope this served any listeners and Absolutely. I hope this encourages um, anybody listening that you can do it from the middle of nowhere and not to be afraid of really stilling the waters before you enter the marketplace. And when you do, just knowing who you are will cause great success. So I wish I everybody, yeah, real no blessing that. on their, I love that. their businesses.
0: All right, Carrie, will you enjoy the rest of your day? And I will talk to you so very soon. Okay. Thanks, oh, Kelly. All right. I'll talk to you